What's up, RPG fans? Welcome to episode 33 of the Switch RPG Podcast. As always, I am one of your hosts, Philip, and I'm joined by the voice of the people himself, Geo. How you do? What's going on, Phil? How you how you been? I've been, been, I've been okay. Been all right. How, how have you been? Well, I know you went up a whole octave there. I can't even couldn't even handle that. I turn into Mickey Mouse sometimes. <laughs> Good week for you. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Got a lot of uh, a lot of gaming done. A lot of movie watching too, for some odd reason, which never happens. But I got that done too. Awesome. We'll dive into that here in a little bit, ladies and gentlemen. If this is your first time listening, this is the official podcast from the website SwitchRPG.com that brings you all the exciting news, upcoming game releases, and the latest in the world of RPGs on the Nintendo Switch platform, as well as covering some of the other platforms. This week, we have what I would consider to be just a monumental episode. The news is out of this world. Of course, last week was the game, sh- the, the, the game awards. The game, I the always game want to say awards. like the video game awards. It's we called a- it the video game awards and the VGAs all last episode. It makes sense, doesn't it? Yes, but it is the Game Award, the, the game TGAs. Award. So anyway, of course, that happened uh, last Thursday and a ton of stuff to cover. We'll cover it all. Then we're going to dive into the sales and releases as always. And then finally, cap it off with a little bit of a holiday side quest Ooh. for you. Before we jump into the episode proper, Let's cover a little bit of housekeeping. Sure. Unfortunately, uh, this isn't the happiest of news. Nope. Um, yeah, Gia knows what was coming. Uh, unfortunately, I uh, must announce that uh, in less than a month's time, I'm going to have to be leaving the podcast due to some uh, outside, some IRL stuff, some mm-hmm. real life stuff, uh, things have have occurred and come up so that um it's just going to be impossible for me to to devote the amount of time that i need to the show and to give you guys you listeners exactly what you deserve and so i I told you um we've talked about it we've got plans for the show moving forward so you don't have to worry about that but uh yeah so i'll be i'll be giving the old patriots hat over to geo himself yeah unfortunately uh you will definitely definitely and surely be missed um i've been uh dreading this announcement we again we i've known about it for a little bit and i've been dreading this announcement hoping that if we just didn't record this episode it would never happen and just go away but that's not what the case is uh so um yeah i um, i will be on the lookout for uh for uh, other things you know we got some plans for this so We'll have to see see what happens, uh, but yes, uh, you will uh, surely be missed. You were a tremendous asset to this show, and uh, just know there is an open invitation for whenever stuff the the planets realign for you. Um, I'll keep the seat warm for you. 
Uh, we've been doing this for how long? Uh, it feels like forever. Since March, I believe. Yeah, so we almost made it a year. Um, we did, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it was it was been awesome having you here. And again, you were true professional, true professional. Well, and uh, yeah, as always, I I appreciate appreciate those kind words. And just so everybody knows, I'm terribly 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 going to miss the show too. It's it's been one of my highlights of the week for however long we've been doing it now we're at 33 episodes uh from a creation standpoint this is the longest running show i've ever done it's the yep. most you know what i would consider successful show i've ever done and it's taught me a lot i've grown a lot my beard's grown a lot it's been great uh i remember when <laughs> you're we part s- of the he-man facial yeah hair yeah and and as as, <laughs> as things get closer to my lap- last episode we'll we'll have some reminiscing and and, and things like that so anyway right and we both wore black to the episode. We did. So, we I mean, did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing a Star Wars shirt. I don't know what you're wearing, but just whatever. a plain old black gross thing. Oh, nice. Beautiful. Right sexy. in right in line with Bill Belichick. Anyway, all right. <laughs> let's get the show back on track. Let's jump right yes, into the news. Because okay, this is literally one of uh, I think one of my one of my favorite news weeks we've ever had. So coming out of the game awards. First off, before we actually get into the announcements that came from the show, let's talk winners. Of course, it is the award show. I think sometimes mm-hmm. I get caught up in all the announcements, especially last year, man. They were just boom, boom, boom announcements. This year it was boom, boom, boom announcements. But let's talk awards. We put in some predictions last week. We had uh, our, our buddy uh, Corey on from uh, RPG Reruns, and yep. we have some announcements here. So, Gio, do you have the award winners in front of you? If you don't, I do. I, I don't. Okay, okay, no problem. All right. Okay, so, let I'm going to go through and we'll, we'll cover uh, these in order the way that we predicted them. So, first okay. up, last week we predicted best score and soundtrack. And uh, RPG Reruns said God of War. So did I. And Geo said Octopath Traveler. So how wrong we were. We, we were, um, yeah, we totally missed the mark on this one. And because <laughs> it, it ended up being, uh, yeah, right. Red Dead Redemption. Too. We don't give partial credit here, but I, I do believe I remember Geo saying something about Red Dead whenever he was talking about the music. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't remember. Hmm. And, and to be completely honest, I've never played Red Dead. I don't know what the music. Yep. I felt a little slighted by this. I felt that Bear McCready deserved better because God of War was an amazing <laughs> soundtrack. So anyway, sure. yeah. next yep. up we had best independent game uh, RPG yep. reruns, and I both said Celeste and Geo went Dead Cells. I did, and um, and I was uh, I was wrong again. I was wrong again, and I hate to admit it, but you guys, Corey and you, were were right. Um, you know, well deserved. I mean, there, there were, I don't think there was a wrong answer in this category, but yeah, Celeste, Celeste did uh, outcome as the winner. So it had to go to somebody. So uh, yeah, so yep. Celeste did take away the gold there with the best independent game. Uh, then we covered best ongoing game. RPG reruns gave it to No Man's Sky, and Geo and I went yep. with Fortnite. 
I, I think he wanted to go Fortnite. And yeah. He just kind of yeah. went with his heart there. I don't know why. Um, but yeah, I mean, Fortnite is really, you, you, you and I discussed it ad nauseum. It's just taking over the world, you know, it's on everything, plays every, on everything well, you know, all that good stuff. Like I said last week, uh, no, I don't think it necessarily deserves game of the year, but it deserves something because whether you sure. love it or hate it, it impacted the industry. And I think you're totally right. Corey definitely went with his heart. But my response to that is, we play to win the game. Go with what's going to win. All right. That's right. I I feel like No Man's Sky should have gotten something, too. But anyway, uh, best action adventure game. Uh, Corey went with God of War. I went with Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Kind of in a long shot there. And then Gio went Red Dead Redemption 2. So, um, uh, Corey got a point there for God of War, uh, winning yeah, best did. action adventure. And, um, my reasoning for this to be, uh, for Red Dead Redemption and, uh, was, I don't want to give it away, but I was totally wrong about it. So, yeah. <sighs> yes, indeed. Um, so then we had best strategy game. We all three agreed on Valkyria Chronicles four uh for best strategy game and we were mm-hmm. all swing and a miss because it was <laughs> into the breach yep and i'm actually quite surprised to be honest because into the breach is such a you can play that game in such short spurts like really like you can have i don't know one session where you just where you deplete the enemy there re- and there really isn't any story so you just kind of you go one round at a time. There's really no narrative at all. Um, so to kind of just explain the game, basically you, you each take a turn and the enemy turn is forecasted. So it basically tells you what the enemy is doing and you kind of have to figure out how to save buildings and save certain things. Um, it's got cool mechanics, but to be the best strategy game, I was really, I was really surprised. Yeah. Good for it for bringing it home. Uh, next up, we had best role-playing game. Corey went with Dragon Quest Eleven, strong contender. Uh, Gio went with Octopath Traveler, strong contender. Philip went with something that I would say maybe other people on the podcast thought he was foolish for going for <laughs> with Monster Hunter World. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's all give a round of applause for Monster Hunter World for bringing home best RPG of the year. You just want to pat yourself on the back for that one. Uh, I guess I I underestimated how uh, impactful it was in the beginning of the year because mm-hmm. it was it's, it was released a while ago, and uh, I just I was never into it, so I I don't know. I have it. We'll never play it probably, but of course, if asked, I am going to say that it was just really well educated, well researched. You know. Uh, prediction it wasn't just mm-hmm. a random you know guess or hope um but i mean I, I i i will say i was i'm probably as surprised as anyone else um i did bank on the fact that it was very popular it did take the world the quite literally the world by storm uh, in whatever it was january or february 
And mm-hmm. uh, and even Corey echoed this, how like you were able to sort of play it before the rush of early, late spring, early summer, uh, summer titles. So I right. did have that going for me. And that's kind of one reason that I chose it. But I am a little surprised that it edged out like Dragon Quest Eleven. I just feel like the name, the history, the clout with that—that that it's just that's the e- that was the easy answer. So I'm actually mm-hmm. impressed that whoever does the voting and and whatnot, they didn't go with the easy answer, and they went with right. the best answer, which was my answer. <laughs> All right, and then finally, game of the year. No surprises here. All three of us chose God of War, and it took the gold so it it did take the gold and and again i i chose uh red dead for best action adventure thinking god of war was going to win the best of the year and god of war won best best action adventure as well as game of the year so yeah kudos to them kudos to them yeah i think the that game, i think that you and i came on love to be able to play too yeah i think that you and i kind of had the same maybe uh I don't know. We kind of fell in the same trap thinking that, okay, they would kind of split the awards, you know? Right. Oh, if this one's going to win this one, then this one should win this category over here. Because there was a lot of overlap. But they just said, you know what? God of War was just a fantastic game. Turns out it was the best game of 2018. I don't have a problem with it. I think that it was phenomenal. I wish that you were able to play it. uh, Because, I mean, for all intents and purposes, look at... My co-host here, he is Kratos. Look at this. No hair. <laughs> the uh, impressive beard. I mean, you need to be able to play it, man. You got to play it. I just you, you go around yelling at my son. Boy. Boy. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and the uh, the the voiceover artist who does Kratos, he was up on the stage. I don't know if you saw it. And he had like the loudest suit like you could ever <laughs> wear. It was awesome. <laughs> I was at a... Um, a nephew's birthday party, two-year-old birthday okay. party, and so I've only seen clips and highlights, and I didn't get yep. to watch it like I was hoping to. So anyway. yeah, I was able to watch the end. I had the tabletop game night. I was kind of checking in and out. Nerdy. Yeah, um, actually, yeah. Well, shut up. All right, <laughs> I play D and D on all. So, <laughs> do you really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, why didn't I know that? Uh, I, I, I think. Um, I took Why a, I, I, I took a, the group that I was playing with had to take a break and it may have been a break for the literal length of the podcast. Cause we played a lot last year and then, uh, my buddy moved and so we couldn't play anymore. So that may be the reason that you don't know anyway. <sighs> <sighs> but anyways, I was actually on our discord channel and, uh, rich was just filling in the updates like as they were happening i'm like this is perfect i don't even have to watch anything just just have uh have rich on the discord uh and uh good to go good to go yeah he, he was, was on top he was it. literally like watching uh twitter streams of like an apple conference or something you know where they're like giving you the minute yeah. by minute just like second by second <laughs> now so it says on on the stage so it was great uh all right yeah cool so congratulations to god of war and all yep, of yep. the winners across the board. Obviously, there are more of more categories. This was just the ones that we predicted. So go look at a list, see who won, uh, try out those games. It's good stuff. It's a good time of year. This is just like my happy time of year. You know, you got mm-hmm. Christmas in the air. You got good feelings. People are winning awards. It's great. Good times. All right. Enough of the awards, though. Let's talk about things that were announced because that I would say is the cool part of game awards. 
And I think this is really something that kind of got established last year. And I know I read some articles this year talking about how after last year, this year felt like it kind of got its stride, the good balance between honoring you know past games and announcing new ones. So that's kind of what I love about this event is the mm-hmm. fact that we get to uh, celebrate the year of games and then also get hyped for new stuff. So um, let's talk about some of the announcements uh, We're f- and also some rumors going ahead, getting that out there. Rumors. Sure. All right. Professional video game journal- journalist, Geo. I don't like to do it, but I mean. Sometimes you have to. All right. That's what we got to do. We're going to start in the uh, Super Smash Brothers corner. Because okay. I would say a huge announcement. I would call this a huge announcement. This was uh, surprising to me, at least, uh, was that in um, later, the, well, not later this year, but later down Super Smash Brothers DLC life, um, mm-hmm. among the first, in fact, we have Joker, not from Batman, not from Arkham, but Joker from nope. Persona 5, will be a playable fighter in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Uh this is this is this is big. This is big. This is this cool. Is, this is a this is a a uh, a crossover that we haven't seen before. This was not rumored at all. I I didn't see this anywhere. I didn't hear about it anywhere. And and, and of course, once you see this, you see the the Joker from Persona 5 in a Nintendo game. Now you're linking them into okay, Persona Five is coming to the Nintendo Switch, and how awesome, how awesome would that be if Persona Five was on the Switch? I would lose my ever-loving mind. I wanted so badly to play that game. It's it's on the PlayStation Four. I can't do it. So bring it to the Nintendo. Do whatever you got to do, whatever magic to make it fit. I don't care. I want to play the game, and you know, just the 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 sheer amount of hype for this first DLC fighter. For in, for Smash Brothers to just create this massive massive hype it is unprecedented. It's unbelievable. I love it. And and just just for the listeners out there, because I did I did mention rumors uh, and Geo uh, went went into rumor rumor town there. But just so everyone knows, <laughs> the distinction here is Joker is confirmed. He is a fighter for yes. Smash. The rumor here is then of course we are making the connections. Just like Geo said, the rumor and the rumors are out there. And for listeners' sake, my rundown of some of these awards, like um, I'm reading from Polygon, article from Polygon talking about Joker in in Smash. But now let's uh, head over to Nintendo Soup, who has the actual sort of roundup of rumors surrounding um, surrounding Persona Five. And I'm just going to read a little bit here because this is too this is too good. I mean, this is so juicy, but. Mm-hmm. Rumor warning, okay? This is all up in the air. Nothing has been confirmed other than Joker will be a character in Smash. All right, so I'm just going to read from Nintendo Soup here. Following the reveal of Joker for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, a new rumor about Persona 5 has has surfaced. Mystic Distance, a translator and secondary writer for Persona Central, Cage Insider, and many other websites, claims they have been told Persona 5 is heading to Nintendo Switch in 2019. Mystic Dance says multiple sources have provided them rather 
cover your children's ears, rather damning evidence that the game is coming to Nintendo Switch in 2019. They also state they have took great caution in sharing this rumor with the public. We've also learned that Persona 5 will be announced the day Joker becomes playable in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. The updated version will have a new title and contain adjustments to the game, additional aspects to the scenario, amongst other wanted additions. A Switch port has been seriously considered since mid-2017, claims Mystic Distance. Mystic Distance added that they are aware of Persona 5's new title on Switch and its launch window, but couldn't share that information at this point. Now, the article also says that given that Mystic Distance is a longtime veteran in the industry, their words shouldn't be taken too lightly. But please remember, nothing has been confirmed by Atlas. So this is rumor, but it is possibly one of the most exciting rumors that we've had in 2018 and i would say since we since we did this podcast because since the very beginning of this podcast which you have to remember started back in around march uh late march um and that persona 5 that's when i watched my friend play persona 5 i think it was like in february so Mm -hmm. i was chomping at the bit since episode one for persona to come over to switch and now this is not only a possibility, but it's looking very probable. I am right. so excited, and I agree with you. This is so big. Now, you had to know, or N- Nintendo had to know, that doing this would open up the floodgates with rumors, with with all that stuff, and just people, again, connecting those synapses, those dots there, and just putting it all together in... And and then kind of not really port begging. Yeah, but yeah, port begging. I mean, we've been asking for this for a while. So, yeah, we've been doing all that. And, I mean, obviously, obviously, uh, a showing up in Smash does not equate 100% to a port of a game. Mm-hmm. Um, because, I mean, Bayonetta did come over. It was some time. It was some time after, it, but it did come it over. over. Now it's over as an exclusive. Yes. Um, now, Metal Gear <clears throat> Solid didn't exactly come over. I mean, Snake's, Snake's there. But mm-hmm. I guess that originally was a Nintendo title, though, way back in the day, right? Like oh, well, yeah, some of the original right, Metal right. Gear. So he technically right. was a Nintendo character. Uh, so we got Bayonetta, but we, mean, we also have had some other... Have we had other third-party crossovers like this that wasn't Nintendo, and then they come over? Third-party, hang, hang on, hang on. I mean, we've had on. we had Cloud, but yep. now that's coming over, right? And um, I'm trying to think. Castlevania. I'm trying to look. I'm trying to look at my amiibo. Um, <laughs> um, yep, Castlevania is another one. That's a Konami um, product. Uh, Dark Souls. But that's um, that's that's on Switch um, as well. Now, um, which it wouldn't surprise me if you see the Solaire um, fighter as a DLC fighter at some point. Um, yeah, I can't really think of Bayonetta is really the 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 one that I feel was that was that on Wii was that on a, it was on it was on okay it was on the Wii U. So to me, this is this is 
guys, guys totally out there, yeah, out there, let me know a character that's appeared in Smash that didn't have Nintendo Origins at the, all. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like I felt like this is pretty unprecedented, and and I feel I feel like it's a. Uh, it's almost a given at this point that they were going to get the port and I'm super excited about it. And to your point, mm-hmm. however you can make it happen. I think, I think persona five is uniquely created in a way that it's not too hard. And once again, I have no experience in programming things like that, but it's style doesn't seem very graphically intensive. It has a right. very sort of cartoon cell shaded anime style that works yep. really well on switch i'm and there's so actually excited. a game a game coming out i want to say in uh in a Mar- i think it's in march called the caliglia effect which is it's almost the same exact premise where it's you know it's based in a school and uh it's got the same type of art style um it's ni uh nice uh nice america or uh, nis america, america? I, I, I don't know i like always I say nis but i don't know yeah all right. Well, they they're they're the developers behind it or publishers behind it, and um, so it's it's already got. I I feel like yeah, Persona Five can definitely be made to fit and run on a Switch. No doubt about it. No doubt. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Pumped. It's, it's just Pumped. when it's like I mean, it's like we open with that, but also Smash Brothers Ultimate opens with that. Like that's your first DLC fighter or like one of your first right. DLC part. That's the first ones that we like really know about. I mm-hmm. can't wait to hear about yep. more. Yeah. Now did did were you able to get Ultimate uh Smash Brothers? <laughs> Don't spoil oh. another another segment later on. Oh, we'll boy. talk about it. We'll talk about it. My my apologies. All right. <laughs> Moving on from Persona 5. I don't know if I can be as excited about this, but this is another thing I am so psyched for. That is also coming. I'm talking from Polygon. The return of Marvel Ultimate Alliance. And not only is it returning, but it is returning on Switch. Not only is it returning on Switch, but it is returning exclusive on Switch. Awesome. This is crazy. This was one of the most out of left field things that happened. Uh, and for this to be, and look, I know the Ultimate Alliance may not be everybody's cup of tea. This may not, you know, this is not Persona 5 level. But no. for you to, for you to, for us to go into the Game Awards last week and someone asked me the question, what's the craziest thing that you could think of? Uh, Persona 5 coming to Switch and Ultimate Alliance returning and being exclusive on Switch. Two of the things never would have even crossed my mind as a possibility. And now one of them could be happening. One of them is definitely happening. Um, But this is really cool. I have quite the history, the background with this series uh, because as a a PlayStation 2 game, uh, this was four-player co-op. And mm-hmm. I had four siblings, or I mean, yeah, it was, I had I had I had three siblings who could play, who was right, old right. enough to play games, and this was our four-player co-op game. Um, right? Yeah, we. I was Wolverine. Um, my brother was Iron Man. Uh, my sister broke the game with Silver Surfer, and then we had someone who was like <laughs> Spider-Man. Um, the original Ultimate Alliance had a lot had a lot of like cool things. It was. Um, it, it it was, re- you could create your own teams that had different like cross 
class combos and it was right. it was it was a little dungeon crawler four player dungeon crawler and so that that i have so many memories of that game and um then getting ultimate alliance 2 on the ps3 playing that with you know my youngest brother who at that point was old enough to play games so this is kind of cool for this to come back it come back this way i think it really fits on the switch it is a uh, a superhero game which the switch doesn't really have I don't think superhero. I don't no. think that you have to have one, but I mean, this no. is pretty pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's cool. Um, number one, it's exclusive, which I absolutely love. Uh, again, as a Nintendo uh, person, uh, it's it's awesome that they have uh, an exclusive, and I hope that they get continue to get more. And and then to have something like this, it's almost. You, I am. I envision this being played like Diablo is being played, where it's just kind of drop in, drop out. You can have four player local co op, and I hope that's the case, anyways. And I hope it's played the same way, easy in, easy out, like absolutely no problems. I, I feel like it can be done. Um, yeah, it's this is again out of left field. No one was talking about this. No one was expecting this at all, and it's just perfect. I. I this will probably be a day one buy for me. This is also cool because I, I think the exclusivity is is one of the coolest things to me. Just like you're saying, the fact that we have a Marvel property working with Nintendo, that mm-hmm. is great. You have such a big name putting their trust in the Nintendo brand. I think that really, in an odd way, it it gives us a great barometer of how healthy the switch is, how healthy Nintendo is right now for Marvel to say, Oh, you know, arguably one of the, one of the strongest, most successful juggernaut of a company right now to say, all right, we're, we're aligning with Nintendo instead of, instead of PlayStation. I mean, they just had the smashing success with Spider-Man on PlayStation. That was Mm -hmm. also exclusive. Um, and I yeah, understand that was that's Sony. mostly Sony. That was yeah, that was Sony. Sony I, yeah, that 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 was my bad. This is this is more. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, Marvel but anyway, yeah. Regardless of that, Marvel huge name. Yeah, it's, it's really it's so hard to keep track yeah, of that's who true. owns yeah. who now. <laughs> um, but the other cool aspect of this is the developer, and that is Team Ninja is the one who's developing it, this. If that name is familiar to you, you know that they make some good games if you're not very familiar with them they are known for the dead the dead or alive series the ninja gaiden they made ninja gaiden the the ninja gaiden series and also neo from a couple years ago mm-hmm. really popular great game this is the people who are making ultimate alliance 3 it's a very different game than Neo for Oh yes, for sure. yes, yes. <laughs> now, interestingly um, enough though, Neo did have drop in and drop out easy co-op okay. combat. Well, again, I don't know how it's going to translate. I hope it translates really well translates really well to this this ultimate alliance. Uh, yeah, I can't wait. Now, uh, there there is one huge question that I have for you, Gio. Yeah, and that is Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Is it an RPG? This is an RPG. I think we just need to end the episode right there. He is correct, though. It is an RPG. 
It is. There are stats. There are level ups. It is dungeon crawling. If you consider Diablo an RPG, this is definitely an RPG. Okay. Yeah. See, I, I mean, here <laughs> we're gonna go back to this again. <laughs> to consider a game an RPG, your your character needs to grow, not in terms of narrative. Okay, your character needs needs to grow in terms of stats. It, it, stats are important in an RPG. Okay, stats in an RPG, you need to you need to play with numbers somehow, some way. Okay. And that goes back to tabletop. You're playing with with numbers. It's basic on a sheet. You're you're adding, you're subtracting, you're doing all this stuff. It's all based number wise. So again, your character needs to show some growth. And in this game, your character shows that growth. Thank you. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and that's just the you know the basic framework for an RPG, really. And and Breath of the Wild, Link does not show that at all. He he can carry stronger weapons. That's not it. He doesn't get any more powerful. He doesn't. His his stats don't change. He he gets more he, he, health points and okay, more stamina no. points. Meaning he nope. can climb higher, yeah. fly longer, run faster, or you know run without tiring. Right. RPG elements. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Thank you. Not an RPG. <laughs> You know what is an RPG though? That is what my friends, uh, yeah, all first name basis over at Bioware. Okay, all teased. Right. What are they? What are they doing over there? Uh, okay, well, first of all, nobody really knows. But anyway, second of all, <laughs> uh, if if you guys listened or watched last week's uh, episode, you know that Corey and I had a moment with our with with, with our beloved Dragon Age. Uh, Geo actually just left the set. He went and got himself a sweet tea and it came back. <laughs> We're still talking about it. No, there was not necessarily a Netflix dragon age TV show. And I won't hold that against anyone. Uh, no. but what we were hoping for a tease of dragon age Four. I did not expect to see gameplay. I literally just expected the Bethesda elder Scrolls six treatment. Tell us that you're working on it because there yep. have been so many mixed reports in recent months of we don't know you know just if it's the a team we don't know if if their focus is on it we don't know what kind of game it's going to be are we completely changing the status quo we did get some answers here and that is yes they are committed there's been some tweets by casey hudson leading up to it saying yes we're committed but then also uh for those of you who haven't played dragon age inquisition I I I I am sorry to say that the, the this is a huge spoiler. That's just the the nature of the Dragon Age games. Everything's sort of connected. So this is a big spoiler for Dragon Age Inquisition, but it is what it is. It's carrying on the way that Dragon Age Inquisition and its DLC left off. So Dragon Age Four is going to be carrying on the narrative that that we um, that the loose ends did not quite you know tie together in yeah in inquisition so yeah well i mean hopefully you don't really need to lean on what you missed out in inquisition i mean generally they're smart people they're not going to do that but you don't want to leave those people in the in the dark either uh what they have what the series has been very good at because and that's i i think and i haven't played mass effect but tell me if i'm wrong but mass effect is such a singular story 
that trilogy, yep. right? It is a singular story that builds off of one another. Dragon Age has never been that from the beginning. Origins, completely different story from two. Two is completely different okay. setting, different main character. Um, and, and, and how they carry things over from origins is the decisions that you make in the world. Certain people are still alive. Certain people are dead. Those things carry over. So it feels like that world, but the story and narrative is completely different. Same thing with inquisition. It carries the decisions and the world that you built from two. And some things would make more sense if you played two, but you don't have to play two. So I completely mm-hmm. believe that that's the way that four is going to be. This villain, if you don't know who it is, I'm not going to come out and say who it is, but this villain is somebody that we see in Inquisition, and I'm sure that if you play Inquisition, it would mean so much more that you're going to be fighting him in in, in this one if he is, in fact, the big bad. But anyway, I think that it will be separate enough that that you won't have to play Inquisition. Right. Yeah. Now going back to Mass Effect, I don't know. See, I, I played them all, so have having played them all, I don't know how you could go in the middle of the series or the end of the series and, and play that game. Like the story is just kinda I feel like it's really intertwined. It'd be really hard to not understand a lot of the backstory because it doesn't fill you in a lot. So yeah, it'd be really tough. I mean it it it, it is Mass Effect suffers from the same thing that I was talking about Banner Saga mm-hmm. with last uh, last right. week. The reason why I was having trouble giving awards to Banner Saga 3 is because I feel like it's a game that's so dependent on the, right. the ones that came before it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the way Mass Effect was. Whereas Dragon the Dragon Age games, and I like this. There is something to be said about this big epic story. But I do like the fact that each entry in the Dragon Age franchise is standalone so that you can get new fans each time and they don't feel like they have to play 300 hours of of story to catch up and and feel like they're caught up and i think that if they i i hope with everything i've got in me i hope that they they carry on the dragon age keep which is the uh, online database for all of your story selections um it, it, it was a little wonky uh, to begin with because you're having to input all of the, your decisions for Origins and for 2 because those mm. systems weren't tied to the website. But if they keep it, the way that they have it with Inquisition onwards should be great because as soon as you make a decision in Inquisition, you can tell it to sync it to the keep and everything you do is tied to the world state and the keep and the thing that the the keep allows is it allows you to have whatever world state and whatever decisions that you make on whatever platform you want you sync it with ps4 if you have a ps4 copy if you ps4 breaks you buy a pc copy you download that world state you don't lose all those decisions that you had in in past games i think that is so valuable it's something that i wish banner saga had because you know, sometimes I'll I will want to play it on PC, but like my Switch versions <laughs> are my game. versions, right? I don't have to go back and replay them necessarily to play three. So exactly, yeah, keep it up. Speaking of big RPGs that people love, 
to spend a lot of time in. We did talk about Obsidian's teased RPG last week, and it was officially announced. We can confirm Obsidian's new RPG is called The Outer Worlds. And if you were hoping for something that felt like Fallout, because that was something that you pointed out, Geo, is all of those mm-hmm. promotional images gave a lot of Fallout vibes. So, guys, if you were hoping for something Fallout, you might have hit the jackpot here. And it's Fallout oh, yeah. mixed with space. I think that <laughs> is the coolest thing because I love space. But then you also get sort of that like retro futuristic vibe. Yeah. It's it's gonna be perfect for me. I can already I can already tell that I'm I'm gonna absolutely love it because if it's anything like Fallout, it's it's gonna be like real Fallout. I'm not talking mm-hmm. Fallout seventy six, well or or four for that matter. But either New Vegas or four, which is kind of where these guys are. In three, it, three by the way, yeah, three New Vegas. Oh, and three. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. That's what I meant. Uh, if it's anything like Fallout Three or New Vegas, it's gonna be it's gonna be a home run for sure. And uh, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of divisive, but a lot of people hold New Vegas as the best Fallout game. Yeah, yeah, no, I know several people who consider New Vegas the better Fallout game or the best one. They're wrong. That's okay to be wrong. Fallout Three is better, um, but I mean. Fallout New Vegas added a lot of different things. Um, it, ha- it actually, it probably had a better story. Uh, but again, I, I like the environment in 3 mm-hmm. better. I like seeing the state of, of DC the way it was and the way it was reimagined. I loved all of that. Um, so, uh, like I said, the narrative in Fallout 3 was a little thin. But it, it was still it's still my favorite. But again, these guys were behind Fallout New Vegas I can I can see that influence. It's it's going to be awesome. It's going to be perfect. The guns look like the like alien blasters and Nerf guns. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be awesome. It really is. I can't wait to see more. I really can't. Yeah. The this I would say, I would say the um, the aesthetic and the feel of this game clicked most with me out of anything that was shown at Game Awards. And like I was excited about this before because I trust Obsidian. And mm-hmm. if it was anything Fallouty, I was gonna be I was gonna be excited, but this has me so 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 pumped. So, mm-hmm. and and this was one of the things I was I was waiting for. I was waiting to hear what they were gonna have to say, and and, and they just nailed it. So good good on them. All right, uh, more stuff coming to Switch that was announced, and we have. Speaking of Monster Hunter, uh, we have a Monster Hunter style. Is that going to be? Is that going to be the new Dark Souls? A Monster Hunter style <laughs> uh, online RPG is called Dauntless that will be coming yep. to Switch with cross-platform play. Uh, this has come from Nintendo Life. Um, now, how cross-platform are we talking? I don't know if that's stated in there. Like in I know it's this article, this is, this is and Xbox. yeah, this is what it says. Now. Um, Originally intended the, okay. So this game was originally intended uh, to be exclusive, exclusive to computers, uh, but the Phoenix Labs has confirmed that it will also be coming to PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and smart devices. 
Um, now it says that Sony and Microsoft fans will get their hands on the game in April. Switch players will have to wait a little bit, a little bit longer, of course, as is oh, the wait, case. No, we're not, we're not, we're used to that. Now, this said, this last line here is what's interesting to me. As part of Phoenix Labs's one dauntless initiative, cross-platform play will be enabled. So one dauntless makes it seem like everybody. It's one shared world. Yeah. Because that is, I don't know. I don't know. That seems uh, like a big task. I'm all for it. I, I'm, I'm also curious when you say Monster Hunter. <sighs> Monster Hunter is not an MMO in that it is not a shared world. It is not a shared space. You can oh. link up with friends and run cooperative missions together or you can go out into its into its areas together but you don't log into the game like a final fantasy 14 or a world of warcraft and as soon as you log in and you go into a server you see 12 to 50 to 100 people around you so i am curious this says it's an online action rpg which sounds more Monster Hunter than MMO, but I am curious. I am curious. Also, it is free to play. Which it is free to play. Which at first, you know, at, at first instinct is obviously to wince a little bit and sort of shy away from that. But there have been some free to play titles that have done free to play a little bit better than others. Is you know. Um, and on the Switch, specifically, there are some that, that do it better. The The in-game transactions are cosmetic only, or mm-hmm. they offer, you know, whether it's like Bowman's character slots or something like that. It's nothing game-breaking. It's nothing that creates a pay-to-win situation. And this article stresses that even though it's free-to-play, it is not pay to win. It says purchases right. made in game are cosmetic or only have short term effects. So this is interesting. This is interesting. I mean, the, like you had said, there are already free to play RPGs actually on the Switch. You got Warframe, which looks phenomenal on the Switch. I don't know about its microtransactions. I haven't really even dove into anything that far into it anyways uh, but that is done really well uh, and fairly popular from what i know uh, but just going back to the article uh, loot gained during each quest can be used to craft new gear upgrade your existing loadout and hunts which can be played either solo or with up to four people so that doesn't sound like mmo at all uh, it just sounds like like a squad or, yeah. or something for that matter. Um, uh, it can take a considerable amount of time to complete. And yes, you're right. It does sound an awful lot like Monster Hunter. Uh, so it's almost like a, yeah, it's a lot like Monster Hunter. Either there, it would be cool if it was something sort of like a raid, like in World of Warcraft, where you have these behemoths or whatever, and you have to travel through and get to the this giant giant boss. Um, again, that's that's my. I'm going to write a letter to them, and in my letter, I'm going to bring that idea up. Now, um, dis- despite I, I understand the this game I'm about to say has a lot of flaws too, but Destiny, 
something about Destiny that I, right. I, I liked more than I did Monster Hunter World is the fact that the hub worlds, <clears throat> the hub sort of stations, you could yep. see people running around. I feel like that adds right. a lot to the game. It makes it feel like I am connected in some way to all the other players playing. Whereas in Monster Hunter World, everything was my instance. And then when I got back to, or whenever I went out into the um, sort of like the into the wild, I could link up with with a friend. I yeah. I like that feeling of once we're in a party, we're in a party, and whether we're in the wild or whether we're in the hub. We're together, and when we're in the hub, we can you know see fifty people running around. Yeah, I mean, th- when you're in the hub, it, that's more or less just like a, a an online lobby, basically. Yeah. Uh, with Destiny, there really wasn't much to do. No, the, no, but I mean, there. just seeing the people was was yeah. good. Obviously, yeah. I mean, obviously, in in an MMO, there's more of a social aspect where you could actually talk to right. people and and stuff like that, but. I'm not asking for much, Gio. I'm just like, let me no, see I mean, some you other people. Right? No, you, I mean, ultimately, you can't even you can't talk to people on the switch. You can dance together, okay? <laughs> Big deal. You can't you can't really do anything on there. Like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. You, you're this right. You can have emotes, and that's about. Yeah, it. you can't even like hook a comp- uh, hook hook a keyboard up. You can't nothing. Uh, you know, fire up. Uh, uh you know. The, the native, you can't have the native a simple, headset, you know, a simple little like headset doodad on your your. Oh. I will be curious to see if the, uh, this game comes with uh, voice chat enabled, like built in, as some games have done. Can I ask, other than Splatoon, is there another another game that uses the Nintendo Online app? Oh, oh, uh, no. I don't use the Nintendo Online app. I don't even know what it looks like. I've never downloaded it. Because <laughs> you don't have Splatoon. <laughs> I mean, it's it, like they should just call it the Splatoon app, honestly. The Splatoon uh, Companion app. That's it. The SAP. No, the <laughs> SCP. Never mind. Nice try. A yeah, for effort. Yeah. A, well, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um,. Coming to us for the second week in a row. Let's go. Let's let's, let's let's pause for a second. I'm, I think I'm I think I'm jumping, jumping ahead a little bit because I, I want to save my rant for the end. Uh, little tease there. But anyway, let's give a little hand for WCCF Tech. All right. Well, they went nine months without us ever referring to them at all, and now they've got back to back weeks. Okay. WCCF Tech. Has, Again, if you're unfamiliar with that website, that's because most of the world is as well. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know what kind of numbers no. they they get. They no, may get a I, lot of hits. We, know nothing. we may drive some they, traffic they seem- over there. Everybody, go to fcc uh, wccftech.com. Go over there. Give them some hits. Give them some love. Is this Phil? Is this your website? <laughs> that was wccftech.com. Uh, all right. Uh, so. Uh, they've got they've got an article that talks about um, how apparently an unannounced RuneScape action RPG is in the works currently. Are we going back in time? Ba- right back in time, way back to 2001, when uh, RuneScape. For all of you Fortnite players out there who have never heard of this game, this is <laughs> one of the most popular online games, most popular MMOs 
ever. In fact, I think, uh, the, I mean, this article points it out. It's got the Guinness Book of World Records recognized as the uh, the largest and most updated free-to-play game in MMO history. So it has a, a long-standing history, 17 years. That's a long time. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and it appears as if um, they're going to sort of take that um you know that that lore and that world and they're going to make an action rpg out of it so i don't know that's like a little bit of a nostalgia for all of us who have played runescape at one time or another or got addicted to it um i played this game for the first time i don't know two years ago um i don't know this just was never interest this never interested me now again i played it two years ago and I thought it was a disaster. It was awful. <laughs> I just couldn't get into it. I mean, just the chat itself, I felt like it was like its own language. I couldn't understand it. You had like a bunch of numbers and characters. I'm like, what What in the world is happening here? I, like, I, I was so lost in that game. And, and again, it, it didn't age well. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, they, they, they were very successful for sure. Without a doubt, very successful. Now, did that game have microtransactions? Oh, I'm sure it's free to play. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. it's an MMO. So like that's the double whammy there. A free to play yeah, MMO yeah. that, that, that's how they make their money. So now you seem like you've, you sound like you've been, uh, you've played it quite a bit. Actually, not too much. Not too much. That was no, not, that okay. was not one of my addictions, but I mean, I, I do yeah. know some people who, like it was unhealthy. Yeah. 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 My first experience in MMOs was Guild Wars. So, I mean, I never got into uh, the RuneScape thing. So, yeah. I mean, 2001 was a little early for my online life, um, okay. which didn't really happen. I didn't have high speed internet until uh, uh, 2007, I think. So, okay. Yeah. So then that's whenever it was like World of Warcraft, Guild Wars. Uh yep. and then I did play some some free some some freebies. Uh a lot of freebies actually. Um but but never RuneScape. Too much. Now out of Okay, so you yeah, this is kind of way off. We're going way off topic here. Um so you played Guild Wars, World of Warcraft. What were some of the other uh, free to plays? Uh Archlord. Um Okay. Uh, Fly FF. Fly FF. Never heard uh, of that Something one. about pirates. It was like World of Pirates or something like that. Um, okay. Oh, Lord. Uh, I played one called The the Secret World. Okay, never played that. It's a, I think it's Funcom. Um, really cool. It had, um, it had a lot of, like... What's the what's the word I'm looking for? A lot of fables and uh, kind of it had like this haunting aspect to it, like is kind of like the horror. It was like a horror MMO. Hmm. It felt like, but it was really cool. But and it's still around actually. But uh, yeah, so I never really really got too much involved in MMOs for that addictive quality. It's it can be you can grab you one sure. one that uh, will live in infamy for me. Uh, was one called Runes of Magic, which had a, I mean, a one-to-one 
look to World of Warcraft. I mean, it looked... You talk about a Warcraft clone. I mean, this looked like World of Warcraft. And I wanted to play it very, very, very badly because it looked like a very solid free free MMO. I lived uh, about 40 minutes outside of the town that I live in now. And so if you guys have uh, have documented my internet problems now, place <laughs> yourselves in, in Phillips... 2009 world like 2008 2009 world living 40 minutes outside of the town that i live in in the middle of nowhere where we had quote unquote high speed internet but i don't even want to think about what my download speed was runes of magic was six gigabytes large it was six gigabytes that is nothing today that is like an indie game today it was six (laughs) gigabytes large I downloaded that thing on my Dell laptop for six days straight. <laughs> Night and day. I kept it plugged into my charger. It was about as hot as an oven. And I just had it like sitting on my bed or like on my nightstand, uh, like cracked open so that it wouldn't like I turned my screensaver off and everything made it where it couldn't go to sleep. So it would just all it would just download for however many hundreds of hours that is, it just downloaded. And I think I played the game all of 35 minutes. <laughs> it was good, huh? <laughs> or your laptop just decided, I quit. I can't do this. It was no good. It was no good. Oh, that's too bad. Let's go over to Polygon. <laughs> for uh, an interesting game here called Ashen, which was uh, actually released the other night. It's available now on uh, Xbox. It's an action RPG inspired by... Oh, boy. Don't say it. Dark Souls. Dark Souls. And okay. Journey. That is what? a very strange combo, but uh, you can actually get this. Um, it's an Xbox One exclusive. You can actually get this uh right now it is yeah. live on the xbox marketplace as well as the epic games store um and then it's included in xbox one game pass uh yeah. it will come to steam at some point um this is a game that was teased a couple of years ago a few years ago and now it's finally out so there's another xbox or there's another rpg if you're on xbox we complained about there not being any RPGs, and now look at them. Wow, they're they're like crashing onto the Xbox. There's so many of them. Thank you. Does not. That's it. This is all you got. <laughs> we have nothing else in the Xbox world until Obsidian. All right. Yeah, I, I guess. I'm gonna jump to the tweet that you linked because we have. Major Final Fantasy franchise news for you. I don't know how this went so like. I missed under, this, I, by the way. This like went under the radar. It, it it completely flew under all of our all of our radars, and Geo really sort of broke this wide open for us. This was a mm-hmm. tweet by Wario sixty four uh, back yep. on December 9th. Huge Final Fantasy news. Nobody's covering Final Fantasy. Brave Exvius is getting a song 
and an appearance by none other than legendary singer-songwriter, performer, Ole Miss fan, Katy Perry. Wait, um, say, you were bra- like you said, Katy Perry. Katy Perry. So- Katy Perry. Yeah, I don't. I think I'm getting somebody else. You're saying Katy, Katy Perry, like Katy Perry, the singer, like songwriter, like Katy Perry. Yes, Katy Perry. Yeah, you're you're definitely saying Katy Perry. Okay, will be a character, <laughs> and will. Perform an original song for Final oh. Fantasy Brave Exvius. If I'm not saying that name correctly, Exvius, I really don't care. I'm sorry if this is your Final Fantasy. If you love Final Fantasy Brave Exvius, great. If you love Katy Perry, great. But anyway, there you go. <laughs> A little bit of love for the mobile title that is Final Fantasy, which it seems like... That's all we care about now is mobile games, right? Everybody's going mobile, and everybody's complaining about mobile. Well, last piece of news for the day. I want to share this with you guys. I want to lay down some information here, okay? If you're one of those people that gripe about the, the state of RPGs and you think that everything's being watered down because of mobile, and you think that uh, people are going mobile and and everything is free to play so it's microtransactions and why are we watering down the industry is why is everything going mobile well here is why it's really very simple very simple sensor tower has a very disturbing article this is very disturbing to me Here is why mobile will not go away. If we think that maybe we're in this weird area and we'll finally grow, we'll we'll grow out of this idea of microtransactions, we'll grow out of this idea of free to play and simple RPGs, and and we'll we'll eventually get to these mature RPGs on 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 mobile, and they won't be full of microtransactions. No, it's not going to happen. Here's why. SensorTower.com, Nintendo's Dragalia Lost, has grossed 50 million U.S. dollars since launching in September. 50 million dollars. There's that's, no. That's not a. That's a big number. That's a big number for a mobile title. 60 percent of that was on iOS. A mobile RPG that couldn't have cost that much to make. Mm-hmm. I encourage you go download Dra- Dragalia Lost right now. If you've not done it, just look at just look at the aesthetic. Just look at how it's made, and have think you, about. Have you seen? Have, do you have it downloaded? Have you tried it at all? I went as soon as I saw this. I went straight to it on on the App Store. And okay. I, wa- I watched videos. Watched videos of gameplay. Okay. It can't have been that expensive to make. Am I wrong? No. No. $50 million. <laughs> oh, now, here's the thing, right? Now, again, this I like this article because it breaks down average how much yes! is spent per download. Okay? 
Now, just kind of backtracking, Fire Emblem Heroes averages about $9 an install. And real quick, and real quick, the game has been out 70 days. It's made $50 million. Fire Emblem Heroes, through its first 70 days, made 75, almost $76 million. But yeah, go ahead, Gio. $9 okay. per install for Fire, Fire Emblem Heroes. $9 per install. So, you know, Fire Emblem Heroes, it's, an, it's a cool game. I would actually pay 10 bucks for it. You know, I wouldn't mind paying $10. If you would average it out, 10 bucks, sure. Now, Dragalia Lost, in the, their, their numbers here, averages about $22 an install or download, which is nuts. That's, that's, that is crazy. That's a crazy number for me. Now, I've played the game. I got, I got through it until I kind of hit like the real paywall. I, I don't know if I'd pay $22 for it. On, on a phone, maybe I just can't get past that aspect. Okay, I'm going to pay $20 to play this on my phone. I would pay $20 to play that on my Switch. I mean, I don't know why I can't make the connection. Like, why not pay, pay 20 bucks for the phone? That's always with me, just like a Switch could kind of always be with me. What's what's the difference? Now, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just the, the, the stigma of it's a mobile game. I just can't get that out of my head. But I would certainly pay 20, 20 bucks for it on a Switch. So you think you think cuz you can like played it. You've no microtransactions. It. It's a full full game 20 bucks. How long how long do you think it would take you to play it though? And I know Link doesn't I mean, equal, I mean equal they're constantly updating this game. There there's there's I don't know again, I'm I'm not sure how much you've been there's this constant constant updates, there's additions, updates, um downloads. There's constantly change just constant changes involved in here um so they're they're definitely supporting their product with dlc with like i said the updates um so i'm sorry what was your what was your question i was because i was just wondering like i don't know i got the i got the impression that this was maybe like a like a 9.99 title like a 10 dollar title you're saying it's you're, you're saying lost? you're saying if it's on console, you think it launches at like tw- at nineteen ninety nine or twenty nine ninety nine? Yeah, because I feel there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff. Okay, okay. In, in this, I feel like I um, I, the story. I feel like it goes on a lot further than what the paywall was. So I, I think there's a lot more involved in it, in it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I well okay so. Now, the thing is, this is the average per person. You what? have to assume that a large number of those download those people who downloaded that paid nothing. So that I means paid nothing. Exactly. So that means that there are a large number of people out there who paid way more than $22 to get this mm-hmm. down to an average of $22 per person. So that's what right. that 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 is what I can't get past is because this is the average per per download. So there has to be people out there who paid way more than 20 bucks. Right. And I just I just wonder how much did they complete everything there is to complete or is there still more out there that they're going to have to pay for to continue to play this game? Right. Cause if that's the I case, know. this is why we're all, we're always going to get this. This is why we're always going to get this. Cause people will pay this. They're the, the developers are getting money. this. <laughs> I mean, they money. It's the bottom line. It's it sells. 
Um, I'd like, I would really like to see the demographics. Like, where is it? Where is it selling? Where in the world? Uh, J- uh, Japan, Japan. Um, yeah, it makes it makes Japan, sense. I think the mobile uh, gaming market is in Japan and not here in the U.S. Japan accounts for sixty six percent of the revenue so far. Okay, that's a that's a big number. <laughs> you know, uh, so, yeah, yeah. They they are spending thirty five dollars on average. On average, U.S. Okay. represents eighteen percent of the revenue. And um, and actually, uh, United uh, Americans are spending only about ten dollars per per install. Yeah. So so most of that twenty dollars is coming from Japan. And look, that that's a cultural thing. I understand. Like I, I know I'm yeah. bringing my sort of closed minded sort of American Western mindset to this, and being like, I don't like paying piecemeal for things because i feel like i'm being nickel and dimed everywhere just let me pay for well, it because you are <laughs> you are being nickel and dimed. but over there maybe that's not that's not a huge deal mobile is huge over there and there's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that that is just a cultural difference it's just it's hard for me to wrap my mind around it i just think that this is the reason that mobile is not going anywhere if you are tired mm-hmm of these types of rpg experiences or these types of games on mobile and it being thrown in our faces and microtransactions are being thrown in our faces. If you're tired of that, I'm sorry to say, I just don't think it's going anywhere because it stays around because people are spending astronomical amounts of money on it. Yep. $50 million in 70 days for an app that did not take that much money to make. Mm-mm. It's, I mean, granted, yes, it's a new IP. I would love to see this, like maybe just kind of an offshoot, off-brand story of this i think the aesthetic looks cool i just wish it was on more of on a on a console type of deal and 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 look i i i know like yes i am sounding ranty i am very happy that this is a nintendo title you know at risk of sounding hypocritical i i i am glad for nintendo i'm glad that they that they're exploring a marketplace that is profitable and I'm glad that they are succeeding at it. I, I was very nervous about how they were going to get into the mobile space. And if they were going to commit, they put out, a, like you said, a brand new IP and it's doing well. So, I mean, look, kudos to them. There will be, And there will be more. There will be more. I mean, the, it's only going to continue because the, the demand is there for it. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, business is simple. If the demand is there, you know, people are going to supply it. So anyway, all right. Uh, super long new segment. Thank you for being along for the ride, but it was a great new segment. I mean, that was, that was great. That was a treat. Uh, but (laughs) now let's talk about what we've been playing. Geo, why don't you hit me with some of the stuff you've been, you've been going in. Um, still playing mutant year zero. Still, um, still playing Diablo three. Uh, I did get into some Pokemon a little bit, uh, mostly because I have friends and family who are who wanting to trade me Pokemon so they can they can uh, evolve their Pokemon. They just they're just using me essentially, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with being used. Wh- whatever. It's not even my Pokemon game. It's my son's, which you told me to open. I did um, early for Christmas. Uh, so <clears throat> so Pokemon. Um, Smash Brothers. That's a it's a new game, uh, developed by Nintendo. Yeah, um, yeah. Just, probably haven't just, heard of it. Just uh, like a, just trying that out, that concept out. 
Yeah, it's it's an okay. It's a fighting type of game, arcade fighting. Um, I'm not sure. It's something very new. Uh, doing a little bit of that. And I've also got a couple of new games uh, I'll be putting up on the YouTube. One, and they're both, <laughs> one's a roguelite with a T, and the other one's a roguelike with a K. There, they there are, are little. Those both are things. They're both things. Uh, you may not know exists. about those things, Phil, but they are both things. Uh, one called Mana Spark, and the other one is called Xenon Valkyrie Plus. Um, both very. They're both a little bit different. Uh, in their own little way, uh, but yes, I'm I've been playing those two as well, which you'll certainly see, you'll see that on the YouTube space very soon. Great, great. Um, what do you got? You got you got anything going on? Yeah, there? got 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 something. So, <laughs> funny enough, funny enough, uh, we 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 got a comment from uh, Frozen Slacker in Discord asking uh, which of the two of us were not um, were not Smash Brothers fans, so that we could sort of bring some sanity into the Smash conversation. I guess he's not necessarily as hyped about it. Uh, I You're not going to really find that with me. I was I was pretty excited about it, and I was trying to play it low-key and not get too hyped and get disappointed. Um, but all, it did not help that uh, several of my real-life friends, like my friend group, are all huge Smash fans. Like, we've had countless Smash tournaments, Going back to the Wii days, uh, going I mean going back to um, actually going back to uh, Melee it was was okay. Melee what was what was that was that, was that uh, GameCube GameCube yeah yeah so I mean long time Smash fans and so we were we've been very excited uh, so excited so excited in fact that my best friend bought a couple of copies of the game just in case like one of us couldn't get it Didn't on launch it. day so. <laughs> I am borrowing one of his copies, so I've got it, and um, yeah, so I've been I've been rocking out to to Smash. We went over on Sunday to his house. We had four four of us uh, just played for man, five hours, maybe just like just a, a short amount of time. Just a short amount of time, just casually, <laughs> uh, no, you know, loud screaming and bothering the neighbors, nothing like that. So nothing like that. Yeah. So and then so then I was able was to civil. Yeah. So then I was able to bring that copy home and also sort of play a version on 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 mine and uh, slowly but surely unlock some characters here and there. Uh, nice. And just trying to get those skills back up so I don't just get my face pummeled in whenever I go back <laughs> over to his house. Um. So I'm 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 liking that. Are, are you liking? It? Are you having fun? Are you liking it? Um. I I didn't get to play too much of it. Uh, I started the uh, is it the spirit mode? Is that what it's I called? haven't even started spirit mode. I'm just just sort of practicing in regular matches. Yeah, well, I tried the spirit mode. It seemed it seemed pretty cool. Um, again, I I really didn't play too much. I did try and play handheld. It was oh near impossible. Oh, I, I'm not that. I'm not even going oh. near that. No, get oh, that away. Man. It's pro I, controller or Smash nothing. Bro- Smash Brothers in on the 3ds was more playable okay. than this is on the switch in the handheld mode. I just couldn't, it was so hard to, to do my, my giant ape hands couldn't handle the switch. It was just, it was just tough. Uh, but yeah, it, it was, uh, it was fun. It was fun. Uh, who is your, who is your main character? Have you unlocked them yet? Uh, I haven't in my version, but actually someone that I, I, I sort of fell in love with and now their name is completely, 
escaping oh, no. me, but it's it's the Echo Fighter of uh, Simon. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so it, yeah, yeah, it just like okay. completely slipped my mind. But anyway, it, it's that character. Um, I, okay. I I liked I, I liked I liked Simon's mechanics. Uh, I, I I I liked his um. Uh, he's got some the range. Change, he's got whip. some range with uh with throwing the the sort of the chakram and the the axe and the holy water, mm-hmm. um, and then he's got the whip. So you know, I, I I won a couple matches with him, and then um also Ganondorf. I like the um I like the changes that they made to him, both in his design and he's a little bit faster. God, he was so he was slow really in the slow. last one. Uh, he's yeah. a little bit faster. He's got a sword now. I mean, I, re- I, I I'm really liking that. And then um, I am surprisingly decent with Bowser. Um, I I love Bowser. I <laughs> he's I, slow too. He is slow. He is slow. Um, but I did one of my is my one of my favorite gaming moments in my entire life. Sunday with Bowser. Um, and, and because you have to understand that my best friend is just, I I don't think I've ever beat him one on one in this in, in smash. <laughs> uh, maybe once or twice, and it was just like pure luck. Uh, but anyway, so we we like to play we like to play four player you know all human, one stock, and and so you know you're out you know you die you're out and um, no items no items absolutely no items and only uh only um uh god final destination only final destination mode yeah so i i i start the game as bowser this is my first time playing bowser this generation i don't even remember if i played him last generation so anyway Mm -hmm. he's got that he's got that grab and and you can uh, stomp mechanic yeah and so i i hit the ground I grabbed one of my other friends and uh, and figured out I can control it, and I almost went off the map. <laughs> scared, scared the mess out of me. And he's like, "Oh my god, don't you dare kill me that way!" So I was like, "I'm getting my best friend. I like this is years and years in the making. I'm just going to sabotage his game. I will take the to. loss myself so that he doesn't win because he wins like probably like seventy percent of the of the matches that the four of us play." So uh, he didn't see me do that to the other guy, and he was at the edge. I went over there, grabbed him. We both went off the map. He dies. Scream. I am just <laughs> swear, 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 swear. Just I do that. I wound up doing that to him probably four times. He had no defense against it. He would just stand on the edge, and I just grab just him without. Grab yeah, him. just grab him in like the melee, throw him off. Oh my god, that was that was the most fun. It was the most fun <laughs> I've ever had. And you know, I'm not even winning these matches, but I don't care because he's getting so freaking mad it was great it was great but anyway <laughs> but then but then but then like i i got used to i got used to bowser i i really like bowser and then uh link as well i like link yep yep i know uh quite a few people who like link i'm i'm a bowser guy i actually grown to like kirby as well good mm-hmm. um so yeah I, I stick with bowser for the most part um one that i want to like is Sh- shulk uh, I would love to learn. He's got sort of some deep mechanics. I'd love to learn him. I'm gonna have to practice with him though. Richter, that was the guy. Richter, Richter is the guy. I like his, I like his design better than Simon's. 
Okay. If, if there are any Castlevania fans that are just rolling over right now, I'm sorry, but I, I like Richter's sort of design better than Simon's, so that's why I go with him. They're the exact same yeah. mechanics, they're carbon copies, but I like Richter. Cool. cool, uh, cool. And then also, and then also, uh, other game I've been playing. This is big. Uh, Shadow of Mordor, not Shadow of War, but Shadow of Mordor, the original game. Um, I I put a bunch of hours into it in the past never beat it sort of that skyrim syndrome of i loved running around the world encountering uh you know the orcs and going through the whole nemesis system um going around capturing all the little things doing all the side quests i'd never finished the story this weekend i put in probably 15 20 hours oh good beat the story i think it was a great game uh not perfect by any means and look i know this is like eight years late but anyway i think it's a really good game it was a lot of fun, great combat, and I'm curious about Shadow of War. I'd, I'd love to play it. I, I thought you had Shadow of War. You no. don't? Mm-mm. No. Okay. No. Well, Shadow of War, I think, is a, is a little better. I, it seems like things. it seems like they expand the systems out, and and yeah. I was because yeah. I, I, I mean I I follow Shadow of War closely leading up to its launch, and while I was playing Mordor the other day. Uh, because you can command orcs in Mordor. You can, you know, possess them essentially and then tell them, Mm -hmm. Hey, go kill this person, go do this. Um, you can, you can do little missions with them, but they like have no real personality and you can't necessarily level them up. All of which things I know that you can do in war. And so the other day I was playing and I was like, I wish Cause I get unnatural, like I, I just get like weird connections with things, and even this nasty little orc man, he he went through so much for me, and I got <laughs> real connected with it. Like these were my dudes, you know, and I like yeah. I like you know made them promote and you know help them kill people so they could get real powerful and look cool, and so like I wish that that system was there so that I could like level them up and and really like right. know their names and stuff. So anyway, get to know them on yeah. a personal level. Yeah, big fuzzies. All right, uh, yeah. So that was a good, that was a good week of of games. Uh, let's talk about what's coming out this week and um, on sale. Uh, this is coming to you from SwitchRPG.com. Uh, as always, from Meatball Subs, got the very helpful roundup for us. Once again, the SwitchRPG.com. Go check it out. And as always, the sales and releases every week are brought to you by SwitchList, the app on iOS and Android that helps you organize your Switch life. That is database for all of the titles on Switch, but in an easily searchable, readable, uh, organ- organizable uh, fashion. Much easier mm-hmm. than the eShop. All right, new game releases this week. We've got Desert Child releasing on December 11th. Kingdom Two Crowns on the 11th. Dragon Marked for Death on December 13th. Sega Ages Fantasy Star on the 13th. Knights of Pen and Paper 2 Deluxeist Edition as well as Knights of Pen and Paper Bundle. Both of those are on the 13th as well. Uh, uh, yeah, I eventually want to pick up Fantasy Star, and I've always been interested in the Kingdom games, and I haven't played them. Okay. 
I so. yeah, not I don't have a particular interest in any of the titles that are being released this week. Um all right, so as not, far as not for me. Yeah, so as far as sales go, and I believe all of these sales are actually new this week. I'm not gonna repeat ones that were on last week, but all these are new. Uh Adamine is half off for four ninety nine. Uh, Brave Dungeon Plus Dark Witch Story Combat is 30% off for $6.29. Knights of Pen and Paper Plus One Deluxe Year Edition is 30% off for $10.49. Moonfall Ultimate is 30% off for $9.09. Nine Parchments, which is almost always on sale, is 70% off for $5.99. And the Swindle is half off for $7.49. So, there you go. Almost always on sale, huh? Yeah, honestly, for nine parts, if you wait a couple weeks, it'll probably be free. I, I, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't take more for that. All right. I don't believe that. All don't right. Don't believe that. Joe, you know what time it is? Uh, it's getting late. It's getting really late. I'm getting tired. Pack your bags because we're going on a side quest. We're going. We're leaving. And like I teased at the top of the show, this is going to be a holiday edition because you didn't know if you're in the u.s christmas is right around the corner so anyway mm-hmm. geo i actually brought the side quest this week graciously you allowed did. me to contribute the side quest and um my question to you and to all of you listeners we'll put this up on twitter is <clears throat> give me your gaming christmas miracle and what i mean by that and it can be more than one but what i mean by that is a game that shadow drops on Christmas Day. You fire up your Switch, and all of a sudden something's on there that hasn't been rumored, hasn't been whispered of before. There it is, ready for you to download and enjoy on Christmas Day. What game is it? It can be brand new, it can be off the wall, it can be a port. The, f- the you know, it's Christmas, anything can happen. What's your Christmas miracle? You could probably predict what I'm about to say. I want a reimagined Secret of Mana. I mean... Oh, shocker. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. kidding. You know what? I quit. (laughs) You can't quit. I quit. (laughs) (laughs) Reimagined Secret of Mana. So not not like the bad reimagining that we had like last year. No, no. I mean, I mean like, I mean like just the Secret of Mana in name only. Just kind of... You know, I want like a third-person action RPG. I mean, Secret of Mana is already an action RPG to begin with, but I want I want more of a, like like say The Witcher <laughs> because I love The Witcher. Just something something like that, third-person action-oriented RPG coming out on the Switch or or Persona Five coming out on the Switch. <laughs> why why can't I? Why can't I? I think um, I think Witcher is a like Witcher three on Switch. I think that'd be a great Christmas gift to a lot of people, mm-hmm. uh, yep. to myself included. I love that. Um, I'm I, I've got I've got to pay homage here to all the people that are screaming this at the screens right now or or their their speakers. Uh, but Final Fantasy six finally announced for Switch, not just announced, but boom, there it is, Final Fantasy six. I would not take. Happy a port of the GBA don't have to change anything don't do anything to the look or the feel just 
teleport it straight from there. I would take that. I would take a, an HD, well done, pretty, not the mobile mess, but something like they did with Final Fantasy IV. I would take that in a heartbeat. Something. Final Fantasy VI, please. Something. Um, I mean, you're getting everything but that. An eight. <laughs> yeah, an eight. An eight. Well, well yeah. there's, there's a reason for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Final Fantasy 15 for the Switch. I like uh, the actual one. I would take that uh, to give me get the pocket edition. Deal with it. No, no, getting. no. That's all you're getting. Give me like a good like real action RPG. Um, uh, and then I would take the Shadow, the the Middle Earth games. Shadow of Mordor, Shadow of War. Shadow yeah. of War would be would, great on Switch. Of course. Man. I would love that. So good. It could be done. That could be done. Oh, I, I definitely. I definitely think it could be. Um, uh, and, yeah, I mean, there, there's those. I I, I would like to see uh, Geralt, Geralt, whatever, Geralt, Geralt of yep. Rivia in Smash. Mm-hmm. And I would kind of thought that might be a thing. A while back, I would love to it's, see that. It's certainly a possibility. Come on, bring him over. It's I know he's in Soul Calibur. Don't give me that. Put him in, and he's in, in Monster there. Hunter too, isn't he? Or, or my, is he in Monster Hunter? Did I read that somewhere? Monster oh. Hunter was doing a ton of collaborations, so it's possible. It's possible. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, give Give me Metroid. Give me all those all those things. I would love it. A brand new uh, Zelda. Give me. Um, Brand new Zelda. Give me, um, okay. I'm not asking for the world here. I'm really not. Give me Netflix. Okay. Merry Christmas. It, it's it's not an RPG. It's not even a game. Give me Netflix. You finally broke down and gave me YouTube. Thank you. Give me Netflix, please. Uh, uh going back to a game for just a second. A true blue. 50-hour amazing Mario RPG. Not and not not a port of like the original Mario like a new like Mario RPG in like Mario yeah. lore. I would love that. Um going away from games to wake up on Christmas and all of a sudden have uh, uh, uh an actual like chat <laughs> the ability no. to talk to people message your friends I'll, I'll i'll take that have any no. sort of basic functionality as any other console no you ain't getting it yeah no i mean being able to look at your friends list and say wow i wish i could just send that person a little message hi a smiley face nothing you get nothing you have to actually know them in person, basically, to like send and them and then a write message. them a letter by hand. You, you could write them a letter. I mean, I, 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 I'm tending to do that a lot lately. Yeah, yeah. Especially with with movies that I'm unhappy with. I, I, I want to send all these directors like letters, like angry letters. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be doing that soon to the video game world. Like <laughs> Konami will get a few angry letters. They seem to respond to those, right? <laughs> Not so much. Um, how about this? How about let's go to game creation? A new Fallout game exclusively for Switch, like Fallout Switch. 
I don't know if I like that. Because it almost seems like we're going to get like a lesser version. No. Why Why are you thinking lesser? That's what I think. No. That's what I think. Why would you like, think I, that? You've already seen that with, uh, what is it, Dragon Quest S or whatever it is they're coming. Like, I feel like we're going to get a lesser version of no, whatever that No, this is the Christmas out. miracle. There's nothing lesser about it. <laughs> It's the scope of four, but with the gameplay of three, but actually good shooting mechanics like in four. See, we're, it's, already, it's already a mess. <laughs> How, and, a then, mess. and then actually we'll, hey, besides, we'll, we'll actually make it multiplayer. Game. We'll make it multiplayer. This already make it multiplayer? Yeah, we're going to make the, the new, this new Fallout multiplayer with no NPCs. And we'll actually um, make it so, a survival game instead of an RPG. That sounds like... That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> sounds like a fantastic idea. Have no narrative in in, in, in an RPG. Um, have no one else in the world to interact with. Um, sounds fantastic. And we'll end on a high note. Not on Fallout seventy six. And on a high note, uh, Madden. I would. I'd love to have Madden on there. Oh uh, yeah, sure. And actually, That's- actually. If 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 I have any sports games aficionados out there, if I could, if I woke up on Christmas to find a new NCAA football game on my Switch, it'd be it'd be the end of all days because things what, could never get any is, better. What is an NCAA? I don't understand what those. Geo, I will mean. have to I'll have to educate you later. Yeah, here here in England, all right, we don't we don't do college in sports. England. Yeah, because you got Rutgers Yo. and that's it. Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to end episode 33 of the Switch RPG Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us and enduring our long, long opinions and ideas. Yes. It's great. You love us. We love you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for interacting with us throughout the week. Twitter, Discord, on the site, reading your stuff. It's great. We love to have you part of the community. The community. Remember, if you are watching, if you want to watch us live, you can find us at youtube.com slash switchrpg. We go live Got it. every Wednesday night. Now, here's the, here's the tricky one. We'll go live every Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. There you, you go. It. There you go. 9.30 U.S. Eastern eastern time uh but if you want to listen to us you can find us every friday on your favorite podcast app if you like what you hear you can head over to patreon.com slash rpg throw us a dollar or two but if that's not in the wallet for you right now we totally understand you just be part of the community like i said before reading our stuff seeing our stuff hearing our stuff is just great we can't thank you enough until next week geo I'm going to go unlock Richter. I still haven't gotten him. You haven't gotten him? How can I practice with my favorite character if I haven't unlocked him yet? <laughs> you, got, you just got to get Simon. Maybe you get him first and you can kind of do the same thing, right? Yeah, they are Maybe. the same. They are the same. I might be playing Pokemon. Maybe. The Pokemans. Nice. All right. See you, everybody. Bye. Bye.